Hello everyone, welcome to the Pod of the Damned, where the horror commentary is so hot, it comes straight from hell. I'm your host, Ian, and in today's episode, this is a mini-sode, this is our very ever, very first ever live episode as well. Uh, we're going to be ta- I'm going to be talking about with you guys all about the brand new release, Orphan First Kill. Um, like I say, this is the first time I've ever done a live episode. Um, so for those of you, you may, if you're listening to this either on the Patreon, you're watching this on YouTube, or you're listening to this on the podcast, I'm going to be starting doing these episodes live. I'm going to try and convince Nico as well to do our main episodes live here on my personal Twitch channel. It's uh, So if you're listening to this, it's twitch.tv forward slash, forward slash spooky underscore forest. A um, couple of bits of housekeeping before I actually get into the episode itself. Uh, um Again, apologies if I sound slightly different to what you are used to. I got a new tongue piercing over the weekend. It has mostly healed, but I, I I think I sound pretty much back to normal, but you can probably tell I still have like a little bit of a small lisp, so apologies for that. Also, apologies for not having actually released any new content over the last couple of weeks. Um, I, I've taken myself a little bit of a mental health break, but it's been a good mental health break. Um, I talked about this in the stream a stream I did earlier in the week where sometimes I feel like people focus a lot on obviously taking mental health breaks when they're feeling particularly bad but I also think it's important to take mental health breaks when you're you're doing well so um yeah that's that that's by the by but um yeah this this episode's going to come out me and Nico's going to be recording our episode on Prey this weekend which will be released next week so um obviously you can watch this live once I'm finished with this recording, it's going to get uploaded to our Patreon. So that's patreon.com forward slash pod of the damned. Uh, you can subscribe there for just one pound. Um, and um, basically that will go up as soon as this is finished. You can get early access to that. Watch it anytime you want. It will go up on the YouTube and uh, the audio will go up on the main podcast feed. So if you're listening, you, if you listen to us normally just through podcasts. Um, you'll still be able to get access to these. Obviously, it's going to be formatted slightly differently. It's maybe going to sound slightly differently, um, but you'll still be able to listen to the episode on the main podcast feed, and that's going to go up on Saturday. And then next Tuesday, we'll be back to our regular scheduled programming. But um, I'm going to try and convince Nico to record the episode on Prey that we're going to be recording on Sunday around 2 o'clock. So we'll probably go, if, if he wants to do it live, then we'll probably go live at around 2.30. Um, so if you're uh, that's UK time BST. Um, so hopefully we'll be able to do that. Hopefully it, it means more interaction for you guys, our listeners as well. Um, for you guys who um maybe aren't familiar with the podcast but are familiar with me here on Twitch. Um, you know it gives a different piece of some new content for you guys as well. Um, but whilst I, whilst we're recording live, the whole point of us recording live is we want um to interact with you guys, you guys, our followers, uh, my 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 viewers, my listeners, and and things like that. That's what we're wanting. So, um, if you've seen the movie, if there's things you want to know about the movie, or questions you want to ask, feel free pop them in the chat, um, and we'll discuss them as the episode progresses as well. Let us know your thoughts. Um, this is a new release. There will be spoilers. This is your spoiler warning. Um, if you haven't seen uh, Orphan First Kill yet, go away, check it out. Um, I'm going to quickly just update uh, the title of this stream to say that there's spoilers. Um, but yeah, if you haven't seen it yet and you don't want to spoiled, don't watch the rest of the stream. I'm about to spoil it. Um, like I say, we'll, we'll 
This will take probably in the region of another sort of 20-25 minutes. These min these are short minisodes. Obviously, if we're going to do the main show live as well, that would be the entire stream. So here we go. Uh, but let's 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 do it. Um, you can also support the podcast across social media. It's on Twitter at Damned Podcast. We're on Facebook and Instagram. It's Pod of the Damned. Like I said to you earlier, we're on Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash pod of the damned and you can email us at pod of the damned at gmail.com right let's do it let's get into this movie today we are talking about orphan first kill this movie was uh released in 2022 uh was directed by william brent bell and stars isabel Furman, julia styles and ross of sutherland the imdb plot is as follows after orchestrating a brilliant escape from an estonian psychiatric facility esther travels to america by impersonating the missing daughter of a wealthy family so orphan first kill now um i think orphan which was released in 2009 i want to say i want to say that was released in 2009 orphan was i i think at the time it was released probably slept on a little bit and over the years since then it sort of became it's 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 I wouldn't even say a cult classic. I think it's just widely kind of loved by the horror community. And that's probably mostly, I think, down to the major twist that happens in that episode, uh, in that movie story. And I actually think the twist in Orphan is possibly one of the best twists in a horror film. If you think about it, you know, you've got... When you think about twists, you know, and me and Nico talked about this um, when we did our Saw episode and a few months ago. And that was definitely one of the questions that we sort of put out there to to um to the listeners and my and our followers was, you know, was the ending to Saw the greatest twist in horror history? And for me, the twist in Orphan that Esther isn't a little ten year old girl, a nine year old girl, or whatever, however old she's supposed to be, but actually a thirty three year old woman is um really one of the greatest twists, I think, in a horror movie. And that was always going to be really really difficult i think for orphan first kill to kind of emulate because that that was part of the beauty of the movie uh, of the first movie and the prequel here going into this the cat's out of the bag that's already been done that's been discussed and you know we we already know that going into this film obviously and so i felt like this movie going in was always going to kind of be up against it to sort of recapture that moment of holy fuck you know when when you're watching orphan for the first time you know when you find out that twist you're like, fucking hell holy shit um which is it, it's a rare thing to actually get when you watch a horror movie and it's a nice thing it's a beautiful thing to have that uh have that oh shit moment so yeah i always felt like this movie was going to be up against it going into it it had a few things working against it as well not namely the fact when they they, they recorded it when they filmed the original orphan movie isabel Furman, who plays uh, esther was actually um was actually a child now um, filming first kill you know when when they actually filmed it i think she was 23 when they actually filmed and she's still having to play this person who looks like a 10 year old girl so that was always going to be tricky as well and obviously you know modern 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 graphics modern cgi modern makeup effects you know they they kind they they were able to they were able to sort of make it look okay but there were definitely points in this movie where you looked you looked at Esther and you went yeah you're 
you're a 23 year old woman you're not a 10 year old girl um you know it was it was always going to be difficult i think i think it was always going to be a tricky thing for them to uh be able to cover up um but there are definite points and i'm not saying it's a bad thing and it didn't i don't for me it didn't really spoil anything to do with the movie for me um but there there was definitely certain aspects of this movie and certain shots and scenes where you looked at it and you went yeah yeah you're you're an actual person like you're an actual woman um but but by and large i think they actually managed to, to sort of do that pretty well so you know we'll give them i'll give them big props for that i have one really major issue with this movie and my major issue with the film is that this is supposed to be um kind of like an origin story it's called orphan first kill the, but at no point do we actually witness her first kill when we meet esther in this movie she's already in a mental institution in Estonia, I think it's Estonia. She's already in a mental institution. She's already killed people, um, multiple people. So, yes, this definitely explains and kind of fixes a bit of a plot hole from Orphan that, you know, she's of how she got to America from Estonia. Yes, we find that out, but this isn't her first kill. We still don't really know how it all sort of started for esther if that makes sense um we obviously you know like i say we find out how she came to america we find out about the family before she gets adopted in the original movie so yeah like obviously we get to go back a little bit but it's a little bit misleading and i think um i think it's i think that's that definitely sort of detracts for me um big time Another thing, I, I, a kind of issue, I, I kind of have a slight issue with the pacing of this movie. Like, it's go, it's ticking along nicely. Like, for the majority of the film, you're like, yeah, this is good. Like, and, and you know, the pacing's quite nice. Everything's going along at a nice sort of speed. And then we get the twist. We get the twist that the mother and the, 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 the brother are in, are kind of, are, are, are actually, are sort of, our, our main protagonists because at the end of the day no matter what you say or uh, in orphan in the original esther's esther's our villain esther's our villain and in this movie she it flips and she no longer becomes our villain and she kind of she comes not our hero but she kind of becomes our hero um despite the fact that <coughs> excuse me despite the fact that we know she's a murderous 33 year old woman with you know um a hormone and a hormone um dis disability uh she becomes our hero so you're it becomes a slightly different dynamic and listen as horror fans we all idolize our villains you know we all idolize our michael myers our freddy kruegers our jason Voorhees, and esther definitely sort of falls into that category of like being one of those heroes uh, uh, one of those villains sorry you kind of like but at no point do we want to see our villains become our heroes i don't think anyway and so it felt a little jarring to me that we're now watching this movie because that's not how they set it up. They set up this movie in the beginning that she's our villain again. She's gonna, um, she's beat, she's passing herself off as the missing child of this wealthy family, which and then the twist happens and we find out that that child wasn't actually missing. The brother actually like killed the the missing child, um, and then the mother helped hide the bodies and and sort of um cover up the murder and so 
I find it a little bit confusing that we we, we kind of have to go along with so much in this film. It, it, the twist happens. It's a good twist. Don't get me wrong, but it does kind of feel like the rug gets pulled from under you a little bit because for the majority of this film, whilst the brother's a bit of a dick to Esther, the mother you know, obviously is fulfilling the role of, oh my God, I'm so happy we found our daughter again, despite the fact, and then we find out the entire time she knew that Esther wasn't her daughter and that, because she'd covered up her daughter's body, she buried her daughter's body. So we, we knew that. And I don't know, again, it just it, there's something about it that just leaves me feeling a little, I, I don't know, like it's really difficult to put my finger on, but like, like I say, I can only really describe it as having the rug pulled out from underneath. Um, it's 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 just a little bizarre listen ultimately i do actually really like this film this is definitely a film i would recommend i think it's a decent prequel to the original do i think it's necessarily needed no probably not but that's that's by the by i think i just think there's there's it would i think it was too tall a task you know the first film really set a really high bar it has an incredible twist and then that the fact that that twist happened, me like you, you, you're kind of having to play one up, and I don't think, I don't think First Kill reaches the heights that Orphan reached, but I still think it does pretty fucking good. Um, I'm, I'm I would still recommend people go and see it. So, overall, I think they do a pretty good job. I think there's some so there's some nice nifty kills. I think they rush through the ending, like I said earlier. Once the twist happens, I think they rush it. I think, and it suddenly feels like, like, twists happened, we get a couple of little scenes where, you know, there's a bit of tension between, obviously, the mother and the, the brother and Esther, uh, and, you know, where they're sort of trying to get rid of each other, and then after that, um, after that, like, the, the, the finale comes and it, it, it's all kind of over uh, really quickly. We do get some pretty cool kills, there's a couple of nice kills in there, but there's no really a kill for me that, like, super stands out, there's no, at no point are you really, am I, like that's a really memorable kill. You know, there's nothing in here. There isn't that sort of kill that everyone knows. You know, there's not that, you know, terrifier kill where someone's getting sawn in half. There's not, you know, the chest bursting kind of kill. You know what I mean? Like, there isn't that that, that kill that's going to live on in the memory. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's a good film. It's definitely one I think everyone should check out, especially if you did like Orphan. Um, but it, it didn't quite hit the heights for me. But um, with that being said... We'll jump into uh, a little bit of trivia on the movie. Um, obviously, this movie, um, in the US anyway, uh, is streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Uh, it's, so it's, it's mainly on streaming services. Over here, I saw in the theatre, it's obviously gotten a select theatre release, but that will um, ham hamper its, its, its box office. Um, obviously, uh, the movie itself will have made money off of whatever Paramount Plus has paid for it. Um, in the theaters in the US and Canada, it made it made one point seven million on its opening weekend, so it's still making a little bit of money there. I can't imagine this as being like a huge budget film. I'm not actually one hundred percent sure what the sort of ballpark figure for the uh, budget for the film is. I can actually. What I will actually do is I will quickly check what uh, the budget was for the original movie. They may give us some kind of indication. So according to IMDb, the budget for the original movie was actually twenty million, um, which is an estimate. So I I wouldn't imagine that it's it's much different from that. So if it's gonna make its money back, you know, worldwide, or a portion of its money back worldwide through theater tickets anyway, and then you've you've got what streaming services are gonna be paying for it as well. 
Um, so obviously, like I said earlier, Isabel Furman obviously is was 23, I think, at the time of filming. Um, she's 25 now. Um, so she she is the same height as a lot of these uh, actors that she was performing with. Um, so those those actors had to actually um, wear really tall platform shoes um, while they were standing next to her to make her appear shorter. So that's kind of how they did that. Um, as I said earlier, it go, this film did go back and sort of fix some of the mistakes from the original film. One of the film, one of the sort of, that was sort of one of the goals when they were making it. Um, the big plot hole from the original was that how did Esther get from Estonia to America without having anyone actually physically sort of take her there? Um, because she wouldn't have been able to show up with you know paperwork and just get in. So having her be the missing the missing child of this wealthy family definitely explains how she got to America. And of course, by the time, uh, by the time you know we get to the big finale. Everyone's everyone who knows that she's actually not the the child um that was missing dies. So you know they don't it don't it never gets passed on. So when you know she gets rescued by emergency services or whatever, they still think she's that she's that child. Um, so that's that's how they sort of fix that. Um, they did digitally de-age Isabel Furman to make her slightly appear how she does in the original film, but like I say, there's there's definite points in this movie where you're like, yeah, you're 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 a fully grown woman, um. So, um, I think they did a I think they did a pretty decent job. It was always going to be a tall order though to make that look really good, um. And finally, the actual movie poster, not this one that's currently um showing up on the stream, um, but the actual official movie poster is um. In, in a similar vein to the original, in the original film, Esther obviously is facing facing forward. It's completely symmetrical. And then the, the first kill is just flipped around. So it's still completely symmetrical. Um, but this time it's it's over from behind. So that's how they did that. Uh, we'll get into the ratings and our final reviews. We'll start off with the critics as always. IMDb scored this movie a 6.1 out of 10. Metacritic have given it 5.3. The Rotten Tomatoes critics have scored at 71% fresh, with the Rotten Tomatoes audience scoring at 75%, so well-received pretty much all round. Critics' consensus leading, leaning into its ludicrous premise, Orphan First Kill is a sequel, it's not, it's a prequel, that holds its own, and for fans of campy horror may even represent an improvement on the original. I disagree with that, I don't think this is an improvement on the original, I think the first movie is better. This is also a prequel, not a sequel, so that just... Um, not really great there from Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, we always throw it out to our listeners and our, our followers across social media. So here's what a few of you had to say. Elaine McKay says it was okay. I thought there were a couple of missed opportunities for some kills and points that could have been expanded. I enjoyed it well enough once I was able to suspend disbelief that the actress still passes as a 10-year-old girl. I'd prefer you dead, says it's problematic. It's an okay film, but they didn't even try to make her look younger. Just shorter and there's a very big plot hole. Uh, at Small Babe says, really fun addition to the Orphan franchise and a fun storyline. Dissect That Film Podcast says, it's a good prequel that really goes in a direction you don't expect. That's true. That's true. I agree with that. And finally, uh, Kelly Madden on Twitter, I thought it was hella fun. So overall, I think it's pretty well, there's a couple of, there's a couple of people in there who's maybe not, didn't think it was a bit, overall, I think it's been pretty well received. I don't think, listen, I don't think this film's going to be winning any horror awards. Um, when we get to our end of year horror awards, I'm not sure Orphan First Kill is going to be at the top of a lot of people's lists. Um, but you never know. 
There's definitely some good performances in here. I do I do think Julia Stiles gives us a really good performance. Isabel Furman, I think, is again, I think she's a really fine horror actress. I think she has a really good career in horror ahead of her. And, you know, she's still young. And, um, I, you know, I, I'm really hopeful that we can see her in a lot more roles. I don't want her to, be, to become sort of typecast now as Esther. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see where she, where she goes from here as well. So, for me... I'd give it probably a 6 out of 10. I did enjoy it, um, but I don't think it quite hit the heights of Orphan. I think that was always going to be a really difficult task to do because I really, really like that film. Um, but I still think this is a really fine film. But um, guys, if you are watching this live on the stream, uh, don't go anywhere. I'm going to say bye. I'm going to finish out this this uh, recording. If you stick around because um, the stream itself is not going to end. I'm going to be back after this episode. So you guys stick around. Don't forget, guys, if you would like to support us across our social medias, you can do so. We're on Twitter at Damned Podcast. We're on Facebook and Instagram, Pod of the Damned. You can email us at podofthedamned at gmail.com. And uh, you can support us on our Patreon, where this will be going live at the end of the stream. Um, uh, Patreon.com forward slash Pod of the Damned. Up next on the show, as I said, me and Nico is going to be back on the main show. We're going to be talking about Prey, another prequel. Uh, we're going to be talking about Prey. Uh, that's going to be coming out next week, so stay tuned for that. Uh, and remember, um, on uh, I can't finish my words. Uh, until next week on the podcast of the damned, just remember, you're damned if you do, and you're damned if you don't. Thank <laughs> you.